This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb. 101.9 Chai FM. Welcome, welcome back to our show. It's so wonderful to be with all of you, especially on this uh, momentous Erev Shabbos, although, of course, every Shabbos is a momentous Erev Shabbos, and every week that we get together, I'm really excited to be spending some time uh, with you, but, of course, there's the whole build-up and the whole hype of this very, very special week, the Shabbos Project, is certainly something that is amazing and has kind of engaged all, all, uh, all of us and uh, we're all, I think everyone is looking forward to a really special Shabbos to all kinds of events and communal meals and, and the dark tish and really, really going to be an amazing and, and special and special Shabbos. And maybe again, just yeah, as we often do, you know, Baruch Hashem, uh, our Shabbos project here uh, on Chai FM has been going for some I don't know, you know, my memory is not that good, but it must be at least four years that we've been talking about and learning about, which of course is really the point of, of the Shabbos project, not just to experience Shabbos once, which of course is great and fantastic and, and no one can, can, uh, you know, uh, even begin to fathom the, the significance and, and the reward and the, and what is accomplished in the spiritual world by keeping Shabbos even even once, but of course, the main point of, of creating an awareness of Shabbos is so that we should really learn more about Shabbos and learn what are the do's and what are the don'ts. And that really is what we've been spending the last several, several years doing. We've been through all the, all the, uh, malachot, all the 39 forbidden, forbidden, uh, activities. In fact, uh, someone said to me the other day, well, when you get to the end of the, of the road, you know, you really need uh, to start, sort of go around and, and start all over again because, you know, it's so long since we spoke about the, the, uh, you know, the beginning of Malachot and, and planting and, and reaping and things like that. So it, it would be great to, to go through that again. And maybe it's something we would, we have to talk about and, and consider when we get to the end of the, well, I guess it's a circle because I'm not quite sure where it begins and where it's, where it ends. So it must be, I guess, to the same point on the circle where we, where we uh, uh, started. So let's talk for a second about about the Shabbos and maybe uh, somehow connect it to to this week's parsha, which is really the dilemma and the challenge, of course, that's been presented with to every rov and every speaker uh, in the community over this weekend to somehow uh, uh, find something in in uh, parshas. Lech uh, Lech Lecha that that connects to 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 Shabbos. I'm sure the uh, Gematria uh, wonder workers have been hard at work trying to find some remez, some some hint, some allusion, some some connection to to uh, to Shabbos and to uh, and, and maybe they have they have found they haven't uh, been in touch with with me. So what I was thinking is and. I wanted to share with you a, an idea from Mayavarabi Rav Shimon Schwab, which appears in his in his book on on Tfila. and and it's really an idea around the the Birchat Koenim. You know, we had recently over the, over the over the Yom Tovim of the Chagim, the opportunity even here in in Chutzlaretz to be able to fulfill the the mitzvah of 
having the Koyanim uh, bless us over the days of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and, and, and Sukkot. We, of course, don't get the, the, uh, privilege that they have in, in, in certain parts of, of Eretz Yisrael where they actually, uh, have Berchat Koyanim every single morning at, at Shachar. It's just, just a huge, huge opportunity, uh, to, to experience uh, uh, the blessing, and 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 we know that there's there's a mitzvah, at least one, perhaps several, mitzvot for for the kohenim to to bless the Jewish the Jewish uh, the Jewish nation, and there is a mitzvah for us as the population, as the Jewish nation, to to stand there and actually face the kohenim, but more than just physically face towards them, it means actually to to focus and 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 kind of tune in. To the blessings that are being given us, and therefore, Rav Shvab wants to know what, in fact, are what are the blessings that the Kainim are acting as as the conduits, because that's what they are. The the raising of the hands is this is they are really the 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 pipes, the the messengers through which Hakadosh Baruch Hu's blessing and bracha is poured down to us. And what are those blessings? What are those those brachas? So Rishab explains that we know there are three verses, three psukim, that make up the the Berachat uh, Kohanim, the total of 15, 15 different words. And he explains that the first blessing, the Berach of Yivorecha Hashem, V'yishmurecha, may Hashem bless you, V'yishmurecha, and, and preserve, and preserve you, Says Rashab, that is referring to the blessings of of physicality, to the, to the blessings of physical and material prosperity, and and we are we're asking we're, we're, the 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 malachim are, are the the kainim are being the converts to rain down upon each and every one of us all of God's shefa, all of God's blessing to to help us. And that's that's the vorecha. That's the that's the that's the bracha. We should be zeicha to a a brecha, a pool of of God's blessing and 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 success and 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 happiness and the ability to to uh, to have what what we need without without worry. That's yivarecha Hashem, and then v'yishmerecha. Yishmerecha means and and guard it and preserve it. Says Rashab. That's a, that's another bracha because even if you have. The wealthy, you know, even if the Rabban Shalom has benefacted you with all kinds of wonderful things, you need a blessing to keep it. There's so many things out there that uh, would like us to be parted from all the things that we've worked very, very hard to to achieve. Be they uh, scams, be they uh, you know people that want that want to take our money without cause, and and and. All sorts of things that can happen, and you know, when, when one's in business, one has to, one has to worry about, you know, uh, or what are my employees doing? What are my managers doing? Uh, is the bottom line what it really should be? And and you know, there's there's so much on my mind. That together with the the bracha that Hashem sends us, there has to be the ability to to preserve that, to keep that, to ensure that it remains ours, and we and that we remain. Able and uh, and uh, we 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 remain sort of in a position where we can where we can benefit and enjoy and enjoy from it. That's the first bracha, and that's bracha yivrech Hashem yishmrecha of the the three the three words bracha. 
that Hashem that Hashem gives us. The second pasuk he says, Ya'er Hashem panav elecha vichuneka, may Hashem shine His countenance upon you, and vichuneka and show you chen and show you show you favor. Says Hashem, that is the bracha for spirituality. That is the bracha for for ruchnis. That's the hope that uh, that we'll be able to to learn Torah, we'll be able to open our, our minds and expose ourselves and and uh, and understand and, and imbibe the Torah words. That's the yoyer Hashem, the yoyer Hashem, the light of Hashem. What do we get in the light of Hashem? So we say in the in the last blessing of the of the Shemun Esrei, we say kibior ponecha in the light of of your face, of your countenance, nasatolonu Hashem lakein, you've given us teiras chayim, that uh, 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 the light of Hashem means that when Hashem opens up, the the ability to, to see, to have clarity, to be able to, ah, such things that we couldn't see before, when the, when the lights go on, so much more becomes becomes apparent, and that's that's our hope and our dream, that when we learn to and when we understand, and we and we put our efforts, and we put our, our, our kishkes into into trying to learn, into trying to understand that Kodesh Baruch Hu should give us the bracha, should give us the skyata, the shmaya, should give us the 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 the, the hope to be able to understand, to be able to come to terms with what it is that Kodesh Baruch Hu has, and vichuneka. Hashem will give us chen, chen, favor, grace, hard word to translate. He says is 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 the understanding that that's all a gift. That obviously, as as mere mortals, as as people who who live in a physical world and and are so uh, uh, robustly comprised of physicality. Although obviously that's not our main cause. Our, our main our main core is is our is our neshama, but Living here in the physical world, how would we be able to to have any kind of a relationship? How would we be able to have any kind of a understanding of something which is really and totally and completely spiritual in the Torah? It's it's such a different currency. How can we begin? Vichuneka. Hashem gives us the gift. Hashem gives us the grace to be able to understand understand His Torah. That's the second bracha that that the kind of give us. So we have the bracha for physicality, we have the bracha for, for physical plenty, for physical goodness, and we have the bracha for, for spirituality. We have the bracha, the five word bracha, that's a bracha all about our being able to achieve and grow and develop in, in the realm of spirituality. So then he says, what, well, what's left? What, what more is there in the world? Then a blessing of physicality, a blessing of spirituality. What more could God give us? Comes the third bracha. Yisa Hashem panav elecha v'yasem lecha shalem. May HaKadosh Baruch Hu give us, may Hashem give us peace. Peace, he says, is the overarching and the most important of all the blessings that Hashem gives us. Because it's with only with a peace of mind, it's only with a, with a attitude of equanimity that we're actually able to in any way engage and appreciate and be able to fully appreciate the other blessings, the blessings of physicality and the blessings of spirituality. Great wealth is a, is a wonderful blessing, but 
But if it if it's constantly causing one angst and causing one anxiousness and 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 the worries of you know the market and and the vagaries of of, of exchange rates and and everything that's you know that's that's that uh, that goes on if you know, if one is a if one is an entrepreneur if one is a someone who's who's staking his neck on 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 doing things on enterprise it's 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 a worrying worrying thing and and you know. That 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 prosperity that one has, that wealth that one has, is is really really difficult to appreciate unless one is able to just calm down and and see the world in the way one needs to see it. That this is all this is all the Ashkocha of Hakadosh Baruch Hu and you know what we're destined to get in this world is is fixed on Rosh Hashanah and and no amount of worry and no no amount of of pulling our hair out and and getting getting sort of stressed out about it is is actually going to make a, a, a well certainly not a positive difference and it may just be detrimental to us on so many on so many on so many levels so the ultimate bracha he says is the bracha of of peace because in in the, in the realm of spirituality also how can a person be able to sit down and and really properly focus on, on his Torah learning and, and concentrate and really, and really try to, to, to delve and, and to get to the depth and to get to a real understanding and to debate things back, back and forth. If again, there's so many other things on his mind and so many worries and, you know, you have to take the kid to the doctor and what's going to happen with this and then, then the, this person's nagging, etc., etc. With, without Shalom, he says, none of the other brachas are, are possible. And that is the seven Word brach of Yisa Hashem Panavelecha Yasem Lachashalam, and he ties it up so beautifully. He says that the the Gemara in in Megillah says that uh, we you know we lay the Torah on several on several occasions. Uh, the Gemara says in in Megillah that uh, on on a weekday we take out the Torah really from the decree of uh, Ezra Sofer and. We, we call up people and we call up three people for the alias on, on a Monday, on a Monday and Thursday, on a, on, on a weekday. He says we have the situation of a yomtiv, a yomtiv, we call up five, five people, five aliyot for the, for the, for the, uh, laning of, of a yomtiv. And then what says, and we have, we have Shabbos, Shabbos we call up seven, Seven people to the to the Torah for the for the Torah laning on on Shabbos morning, and Rashab says it just fits together so so beautifully, and 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 and, and the Gemara uh, uh, learns us. So how do we know this? He says we know, we learn it from the the blessings of Abichat Abichat Kohenim, the three, five, and seven. And Rashab just ties it up and he says on on, on the weekday, so of course uh, we call up three people because that relates. To the bracha of Yivarech Hashem Yishmerech, the bracha of physicality. During the week, we're busy. We're pursuing our our, our uh, livelihood. We're pursuing our, our business. We're trying to sort of make ends meet and and you know, sort of keep the 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 the, the, the fox away from the door, whatever it, whatever it might be, and, and running here and running there, and you know, being being involved in, in so many things. And we need for that the bracha of Yivarech Hashem Yishmerech. Hashem should give us success, and then give us the ability. To to enjoy that success. That's the Monday, Thursday. That's the weekday. That's the weekday bracha. Yom Tov is a day really of 
a time where a person is supposed to totally relate to Hashem. There's in fact a discussion in the Gemara whether Yom Tov should be a day that we devote totally and, and completely to, to Hashem. Kulo Lashem. We, we compromise as Jews so often do and we say, no, it's Chatzil Lashem. We do half a day to Hashem. We go to Shul, we daven, we have Shirim and, and there's also time for, for the family is also time for eating chatzi, chatzi lachem. But primarily Yom Tov is the time for growing, for developing, for imbibing the, 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 the sodois, the, 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 the concepts, the, the ideology that each Yom Tov is meant to, to bring into our life, is meant to sort of drive home to us in its, in its fundamental lessons and, 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 uh, and, uh, belief enhancers that, that we need in our, in our life. And that's the the five word bracha. That's the Yor Hashem Ponavelecha the five alias that we have on the Yom Tov, which correspond to the primary focus of that day, which is the spirituality. And then he says, then we come to the seven word bracha, Yisashem Ponavelecha Vyosem Nachashalom, which relates to the bracha of Shabbos. Shabbos being, of course, Shabbos Shalom, the time where we are able to synthesize all all those other brachas together, where we really remove ourselves from the physical world and all of its worries and all of its and all of its concerns. And uh, a person has to see himself as if all his work is done and there's nothing and there's nothing left. And Shabbos, we get into the real state. Of, of shalom, of being at total peace, a total peace with with the world around us, a totally at peace with the rabbanu shalom, and therefore also the ability to be totally at peace with the world, with the world around us, and that really is about the concept of keeping it together, the understanding that during during the week, as much as we're an entity, as much as we're a Jewish nation, as much as we're a community, as much as we have our own our own little uh, little uh, kilots and things, but everyone is off doing his own thing. I have my hours of work, I have this after you have to we're all we're all busy, we're all in in one way we're we are disunified during the week. Shabbos is the concept of of keeping it together. Giving us all the peace where we can find ourselves in the greater scheme, in the greater scheme of things and realize that we have a place, that we have a mission, that our, our existence in this world meshes into the greater plan of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the blessing that Avraham Avinu was was given in this parsha by Yotzea Seachutz Hashem takes him out and says, "Look at the stars in Tuchalis Boyosam. Would you think you are able to to count the stars? And of course, there's no limit. We have the slightest count of how many stars there are. But the reality, what what is what is this concept that Hashem compares us to to the stars? And the understanding seems to be that there are there are billions of stars, but every single star has its place in the rakia in, in the firmament. And it needs to be there. And if one star would move out of its place, that would be like taking the stopper out of the out of the drain and this world would be 
deluge by the by the waters that Hakadosh Baruch was put above above the heavens. The floodgates would open, and the great flood would be nothing compared to the deluge we would we would experience. And that's a marshal to us that that is why we are compared to stars because each one of us has our place. Each one of us has a job, has a mission, has a certain purpose for which we were brought into this into this world. And and uh, during the week we're at deviant to each other, we're all busy doing our own thing. But there has to be the realization that all those functions, all those jobs, all the many things we're doing are all ultimately for one purpose and that is for the for the for the purpose of of manifesting and, and making God's name known in, in, in the world. And that is, that is Shabbos. That is the, the, the Shalom. That is the, of, 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 uh, of Shabbos where we all come together and we focus not only on ourselves, we focus on, hey, we are part of this great good. We are part of this great team. We are, you know, we are the partners. Someone who keeps Shabbos is considered a, a partner with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in, in my, in my celebrations and in the creation of the world because we realize that we are also doing our part. We are doing our, our major role in the, in, in the, in the creation and, and the maintenance of the world and the bringing of the world to its ultimate goal, to its ultimate fruition, to the purpose for which it was, for which it was, it was created. And that really is what the Shabbos project is is all about not so much about the the hype and the and the and the and the the big stuff, but it's the realization. Hey, we are in this as a community, and as we sit down together, whatever whether it be in our in our huge street parties or in in, in a shul or, or in just a couple of families getting together, we need to be awestruck by the enormity of it, by the the by, by the 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 colossal size of of the community of the. Of the, uh, the the brotherhood of Klai Israel that we belong to and to which we contribute and to which we are so much a a a, a part a part of may 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 be the will that Bez Hashem Hakadosh Baruch Hu continue Yivrech Hashem to to bless us with the physical bracha we need to give us the opportunity to grow in our relationship with Hakadosh Baruch Hu to grow in learning to grow to grow in Torah. And to be able to synthesize that on Shabbos by the realization that we are all part of this great team, all acting, all pushing, all kind of molding together to create the universe and, and, and bring back the place of to bring the whole world back to being the kingdom of HaKadosh Baruch and ultimately will be the king over the whole world and we will be able to usher in the era of Yom Shekulay Shabbos, a day where there's no weekday, where, the, where, where there's a t- such a complete togetherness of spirituality and physicality, and there's no need for a weekday in Shabbos where the whole world becomes one long, one long Shabbos, and may it happen speedily in our day. We're going to come back with a bit of a halacha segment, but right now we're going to take a short break. This is 101.9 Chai FM Soul to Soul on the greatest Jewish radio station in all of Africa. This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb. 101.9 Chai FM. This is Soul to Soul on a momentous Friday afternoon. This is Shabbos Kodesh Parshas Lech Lecha, the third parsha of the uh, of the Torah. The very, very important details for those keeping the Shabbos this week. The latest 
possible time for candlelighting is at 6.03 this evening. That's You may have to make sure that your candles are up and burning and everything is ready and the food is, is, is uh, where it needs to be and everything is cooked and you know, all, all kind of spiffy and organized by that time, by the latest time, by 6, by 6.03. Uh, and Shabbos Kodesh continues and terminates tomorrow night at 6.54 at 6 minutes to 7. That is the end of the Shabbos, but of course... The Shabbos project will continue. Many of the communities have uh, their own little version of the Havdalah concert, or just a musical Havdalah, or something to as as the finale, as the uh, the the grand ending to this. What what please God is going to be the most amazing and inspiring and inspiring weekend, and and hopefully, as I said, the inspiration to to you know not just do it once a year, but to really want to. To get into it and become a a real Shabbos observer, and 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 you know, to if you have the chance to keep tuning in to 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 us on a Friday afternoon, of course, to all the other great stuff on 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 High FM, and learn more about your Shabbos and learn more about what what Yiddishkeit has to offer your 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 life, and and really sort of buy into it and really get into it and uh, and make it something really special in in your life. Wanted to spend a little bit of time. We've spoken a lot about all the prohibitions, all the things you can do, all the things you you can't do, and you know we haven't really dealt with the the the, the punishments, and and then we know that when we say you mustn't do something, so then you mustn't do it because it's wrong, without really uh, uh, needing to delve into you know what 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 the consequences are going to do. We're not we're not really into sort of playing up the the consequences in terms of uh, how how God is going to react we understand that doing something against the halakha is 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 something very very serious but there is a very very practical area a very practical consideration that we need to sort of get our minds around and that is what happens god forbid in in this situation where somehow Perhaps one will see both in terms of inadvertently, sometimes perhaps even, God forbid, intentionally, a a Shabbos Malacha was was violated. Uh, what happens to the outcome of that Malacha? Someone, God forbid, went and uh, cooked something fresh for us on uh, on on a Shabbos. Uh, what are the what are the ramifications of that? Can it be used? Can it be can it be eaten? So so we're going to spend a little bit of time sort of uh, talking about the concept of things done on on Shabbos and how we have to uh, we have to handle handle that. So the concept is, of course, that we know that uh, we obviously it starts. Of course, we were we were commanded. In the Torah, these, these are the, the basic prohibitions of, of Shabbos, that we are not allowed to do what is called melacha, what is called any kind of constructive activity, anything that's going to change an object, take a raw food and make it cooked, take something, you know, that's, uh, that was connected to the ground and disconnected, changing the form and shape of any item on Shabbos, that we know, and that's uh, we've spent quite a long time discussing that those activities 
are are uh, are also. But our, our our rabbis actually felt a need to add uh, uh, a a protection, a kind of a hedge around those those laws, and they said to us that not only is it forbidden for you to perform any one of these, let's talk about the 39 forbidden categories, the 39 forbidden areas of work, of work on Shabbos. They also forbade us from having any kind of benefit from work that was done on, on Shabbos. And, and the point of it is that it's, it's, it's totally inappropriate. It will be totally wrong. Once these things are, are forbidden, once the Torah has gone to such pains to point out all the things that are, that are forbidden, so it would be totally wrong for us to have, uh, to have benefit on, on Shabbos from something that was done as an act of, of, of almost rebellion, of a, of a total disregard of, of Shabbos. How could we take something that was done in, 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 in total in, in, in total uh, a, a sort of uh, ignoring of of the divine command, and how could we then uh, uh, use that and benefit from that and enjoy it on Shabbos when it came into existence through an act of of chilul, of desecration of the of the Shabbat, and on a on a general level we'll see the specific situations where it's different, but as a as a global statement. It, it wouldn't be too off the mark to say that. In fact, there's actually no difference whether the forbidden activity, whether the violation occurred, was done by a person inadvertently. Inadvertently means, we said that, A, they were unaware, they were aware that it's Shabbat, but they were unaware that this particular activity is forbidden. Or they simply forgot that today was Shabbos. They know that you shouldn't be doing this, they know you shouldn't cook, but whatever, their, their minds got, uh, got a little bit mixed up, and they forgot that today was Shabbos. So whether the, the activity was done actually inadvertently, or even if it was done wantonly, even if it was done on purpose, was done, uh, uh, as, as, uh, as an act of, uh, of, of wanton activity, so, nevertheless, the general principle is that it is forbidden for any Jew to have benefit from that activity on Shabbos. As I say, there are the are you know sort of little wrinkles and different situations, but as a as a principle, any activity that came about from an act of breaking Shabbos, it's forbidden for any Jew to have benefit from it for the duration. Of that, of that Shabbos. Now, there are some who are of a different opinion. There are some that argue and in fact uh, say that if it was done inadvertently, again inadvertently being, uh, uh, and forgetting that today's Shabbos or that activity is, is forbidden. So then I would be allowed to have benefit from from that, and 
There are some people that rely on that lenient ruling in a situation where uh, one is quite uh, one is quite desperate, as, as we'll get to in, in 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 a short in a short time. And there, they would allow a malacha done b'shoigeg to be to be benefited be benefited from. We're going to come back with our last segment in a moment. It's time for a short a short break. This is a one one point nine Chai FM Soul to Soul. Stay tuned. This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb. 101.9 Chai FM, this is Soul to Soul on this very momentous Erev Shabbos, Erev Shabbos of the special Shabbos project, the heightened awareness of Shabbos in our community that, uh, please God, is going to come from that. We are talking about, uh, God forbid, the situation where a forbidden activity or was done on Shabbos, in other words, some activity of the 39 Malachot that was done by a person uh, unaware that today was Shabbos. So we said that the, the, we had two opinions. Some say that even if it was done inadvertently, it remains forbidden for the whole Shabbos. There are more leaned opinions that say that if it was done inadvertently, one can have have a, a, a benefit. And, and we said that in a situation of, of urgency, one could perhaps rely on uh, on that. Um, in a case where something was done inadvertently, so even those who say that the item remains forbidden to benefit and to utilize on on Shabbos, as soon as Shabbos is over, let's say when Moetzoi Shabbos comes, so then any Jew would be able to benefit from that work that was done on Shabbos, with the exception of the actual person who did it, where if that person did it intentionally, if he did it knowing today was Shabbos, but for whatever reason uh, uh, decided to to do it, so then the Shulchan Aruch says that he would not be allowed to have benefit from that work, from that uh, activity at. Uh, at uh, at all as as well again well we're going to, we're just giving the broad strokes we'll get into a little bit more detail in in a future in a future uh, uh, show what about if a young child uh, did a a forbidden activity on uh, on Shabbos young child who obviously isn't yet aware of uh, of what of what Shabbos really really is so if he did it for some really important a, a, a purpose, this child, or something he perceived as being very, very important, then again, you wouldn't be allowed to use it or have benefit from it on Shabbos, but, and, and also, uh, on Shabbos, and even when Shabbos is over, when, when it's Moitzah Shabbos, you wouldn't be able to have benefit from it straight away, but you'd have to Wait the amount of time after Shabbos. This is a very important concept. You have to wait the amount of time after Shabbos that if the activity that he did on Shabbos in prohibition would have been started immediately after the cessation of Shabbos, on as much as Shabbos arrived, if he had started to do that activity, the amount of time it would have taken for the 
item to be usable to, let's say in the case of a, he cooked something. So whatever time it takes to, to cook, if he had put it on right as Shabbos was over, uh, uh, how long would it take to be cooked? And then, only then, would you be allowed to have benefits to have benefit from from that. I'm just giving you a bit of a broad introduction. We will have to get into details, and I'm going to have to talk about specific cases to really get a a, a clarity on what uh, on what the law is. But that for that, you're going to have to come back uh, uh, next week, which obviously will be the continuation of our weekly Shabbos project, where we get together. We have the opportunity to sit every week and and see if there's not some way that we can enhance, that we can somehow upgrade that we can add a little bit more value even to each and every Shabbos that we we get involved in each and every Shabbos that we that we keep and I look forward to so fervently and and excitedly. But my time for today is up and I just have enough time before handing you over to the news and then uh the Chief Rabbi's special message and after that some really wonderful music taking us right into the spirit of of Shabbos. I wonder when just which each and every one of you, a really, really beautiful Shabbos that we understand that keeping it together is exactly as we spoke, that concept of realizing our whole unity as a nation, as a, as, as a, as performers in God's world all, all together, and that it should be peaceful, it should be a beautiful, it should be a, 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 a Shabbos that inspires us all to want to be better Jews, want to be better people, to want to come closer to, to Hashem, and I look forward to spending time with you next week and please God in coming weeks to learn and improve and enhance our own, our own Shabbos. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, a uh, Shabbos together and Shabbat Shalom Lekulam.